I am declaring that I am going to be the most me version of me. I'm going to be fully expressed. I'm not going to hold myself back any longer. But a part of that is placing the boundaries of like, when will that not serve me? Hello and welcome to another episode of Goddess Hangs. Episode 47. Woo! Episode 47. I'm Sadie. And I'm Juliet. Obviously. Obviously. And we created the Goddess Hangs podcast to make all of the magic mindset manifestation, the spiritual stuff more relatable, more fun. fun. (laughs) So much fun. And we are so excited to get to chat just us two today. We love having guests, but I feel like even though we talk all day every day, when we don't have episodes of just us two, I like, I don't know, I miss you. I miss, I've missed you too. Even though we talk every day day. in our group chat with our Patreon people on the side, sending each other Instagrams, Mm -hmm. we talk nonstop. We spent all weekend together and I'm like, I've really missed you, Julia. I know, I know. (laughs) We've not had the chance to sit down here and sort of unpack everything that's happened in the past week or so. We've had a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So we have had our Patreon for just about three weeks now, I think. Has it been. only been three weeks? Only three weeks. Whoa. I think we have 40 people in it are just about 40. Mm. It's crazy. It's so exciting. We went from like, let's make a group chat to now we have like 10 separate organized categorical chats because it was getting so crazy in, a, yeah. in the best way. Yeah, we would open our phones and it would say 500 missed messages. And it was, we all collectively were like, we need to organize this. So now we still have 500 missed messages, but you can go category by category. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's been so crazy. And we had our first coven meeting. So the first here in our Patreon, you get to join the group chat. We follow you on Instagram and we add you to our club friends list which has been so fun so we have everyone in the group chat it's been wild um and then our second tier is the coven where we once a month hang out on zoom all together and we had our first coven meeting and it was so fun it was so much fun we did we all dressed up in our halloween costumes we got Mm -hmm. to meet all of your cute pets yes shout out to um booger Cholula. Yes. Um, who else did we? Oh, there was a puppy. What was the puppy's there was a name? Cute puppy. There were just so many great pets. Boo wore her bat wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was mad. But she did it. She did it. And we had a monster mash dance party. We did a really beautiful group spell together. We laughed. We cried. We yes. Had, we did everything. We just had this really powerful moment all together. And it was so fun because at the end, um, you know, the it's so different than just showing up in a Zoom call and like we're talking at you. Mm-hmm. Like we were all chatting together and then somebody was like, why don't we pull a card? And yeah. everyone was like, we had three people each pull a card and mm-hmm. it was really, really such a beautiful communal experience. So it it surprised me just like how the group chat surprised me because we sort of started this and we thought oh like Juliet and I will take turns like every other day sending like some sort of like inspirational message or something that Mm -hmm. we're up to 
Um, and then, you know, hopefully a few people will respond and be like, cool, thanks or whatever. And like immediately it was like everyone talking with each other, everyone asking each other questions. It's so not about like just us. It's about it's such a community, which is what I wanted. But I thought how it was going to go is us just talking at. And then with the the Coven meeting, it was the same thing where I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to go. Like, I think we'll probably like talk the whole time and lead the lead the little ritual and kind of be like, okay, thanks. But it was the same thing. It was such a pleasant surprise where people felt like comfortable to chat and share their experience. And, you know, we had spent a couple weeks all talking in the group chat together and everyone was so cute because they were like I was I felt like I was nervous before a date before it came in the coven meeting but then I felt so comfortable once I was here and we were all talking to each other and the whole group is just so like vulnerable so validating to each other's experiences it's just been like the most insane group of I've never been a part of something like this before and then I'm just like Juliet, we we did this. We attracted like the most beautiful human beings on this planet. Truly. And it's just been totally surreal. It's been so cool. So if this is, you know, if you're getting the the nudge, the strong nudge to mm-hmm. join, there is um there's room for you. We would love to have you. The girls will welcome you with confetti and and <laughs> I'm thinking of something witchy, like, and black cats. No, but they'll welcome you with the most open arms you've ever felt in your whole life. It's really, really exciting. And we have a designated meme chat now. Yes. We have a designated chat for, what like... What are the... Let's look at the categories. Okay, yes. It is. <laughs> and the categories are... Questions and advice. The main chat. Goddess BFFs. Cute pets and familiars. Really, mo- the most important chat thread honestly <laughs> uh meme land shopping halls favorite resources spooky stories and psychic experiences mm-hmm. marketplace where you can the goddesses can share like things they make and sell themselves um and then yeah our main chat so probably more to come because we i think keep getting so creative and like we want more different categories but oh my gosh it's been so fun and if you're like you know what I, the memes sound sound interesting to me and this other thing, but I'm not interested in the others. You can totally customize your experience mm-hmm. and just join the chats that interest you. Although everybody at this present moment, I believe, is in every single chat. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's just nice because some chats you want to be more involved in, but then some of them you kind of just want to look at. Like the cute mm-hmm. pets and familiars, everyone doesn't have to respond to every photo of the pet, but like everyone can put their pictures in that and then that's sort of one where you just kind of like look through and go oh cute mm-hmm. whereas some of the other ones are more in depth and you know take a look you might send the longer response and I don't know it's just it's just amazing you can be as active as you want to be or you can just kind of like be soak in the energy and read everyone's messages but everyone has been so just supportive of each other and um I don't know. I've just never been a part of such a close-knit mm-hmm. but, like, large group. Yeah. It's awesome. I can't believe it's already, like, 40 people. <laughs> I was I was never in a sorority, and I know this is not what a sorority is like, yeah. but in my fantasy, this is would be, like, the goddess sorority. The goddess witch sorority. Yeah. I love it. 
I, yeah, I've never been a part of a big group of women like this before. So it's been really cool. But we've both had this on our vision boards. Yes, we have. And it didn't even occur to me until somebody in the group sent almost the exact image. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this manifested. Yeah. This is it. Oh my God. A goddess circle. So it's been so fun. So the link, um, is in the show notes if you're interested in learning more about what what each tier has to offer and how much and that's where you sign up and you get instant access to the group chat um, if you join the coven tier you get access to like the replays of any past meetings from past months and then of course you get invited to the irl zoom meeting um, and we haven't decided what november is going to be yet it's always the last wednesday of the month and i think we're gonna chat with our coven members and see like what they're interested in so I'm yeah because i feel like th thanksgiving month november is <laughs> is like a big month of gratitude mm -hmm. and and fa that was a cutest little nibble um boo is in my lap <laughs> shocking as always i missed her the past couple weeks she wasn't in my lap oh what a good girl and now she's back <laughs> so yeah so we have been just having the time of our lives um in our group chat and then on thursday night we worked the um posse mm -hmm. la halloween party which was fun sadie so and fun. I got hired um to just show up as our psychic selves yeah people were like what's your costume and we were like these are our everyday clothes yeah <laughs> this is or a maybe lifestyle you can put a picture in of what we wore oh, we have that one cute picture of us together dun, dun, in our sparkly dun. outfits <laughs> Um, and we did readings for a couple hours and then we just danced and had fun. And then mm -hmm. we went across the street um, to a restaurant called Pink Taco and mm -hmm. had a very yummy, literally pink tacos. Yes. It was so really good. fun. We had our little Hollywood business meeting at that yes. uh, restaurant. And the woman who lived in the house that we worked in in the 20s, her name was Fritzy. And she apparently yes. was an actress and a socialite and good friends with Walt Disney. Mm -hmm. And there was a clawfoot bathtub in Fritzy's bathroom and as I'm you know using the bathroom there's a framed thing that says the Walt Disney bathtub mm -hmm. and I'm going what and it says that Walt Disney came over one night and the two of them drank a lot of wine and went into the bathroom and like painted all these flowers on the bathtub mm -hmm. and I thought that is incredible and then another part of me thought that could be completely made up. <laughs> but I'm, for the sake of it it was in a frame so I'm sure it was yeah. real. <laughs> But it was amazing. It was really, there was an, definitely like an old Hollywood energy in yes. the home. The home was really cool. The whole, like, their outdoor, like the whole property was really magical. Mm -hmm. It was super cute, decorated for Halloween. And they're like a, what kind of agency are they? PR, not PR, but like a like promotional promotional right? type so very instagrammable moments all over the party it was very very cute and we were we were thrilled to be a part of it so thank you posse yes we had a great time and then friday night we were not together mm -mm. friday i think i just worked on readings and watched like three halloween movies I don't know what I did Friday night. I don't remember. Saturday night, we went out. Yes. Ooh, let's tell our going out story. It was so fun. So we, I feel like this, it sounds like so LA. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, we're so LA. We're so cool. <laughs> um, we went to a rooftop 
a hotel like at the at a hotel we went to their rooftop dance party in hollywood and it was so fun um i have to say at the beginning of the night the dj was pretty awful pretty bad um we were like yawn where's my early 2000s are we just i was like am i old and i don't know this music or is this music not good (laughs) i was like having an existential crisis i was like am i just out of the loop i thought i I listened to today's top hits on spotify i saw what this is on here um but then it got good or maybe we just got a little drunk who knows no i could i was able to recognize the song better not bigger i know i was like is this clubbing in my 30s i don't know any of the songs (laughs) i know i'm like are the is this what the kids listen to the, these days? All the kitties? <laughs> it was so fun to go dancing and have some drinks. <laughs> and it was girls' night plus Victor. Mm-hmm. And then he brought two of his friends. And he did have some friends, yeah. And, oh, are you a licky? Goodbye, Tom. Thank you. Um, anyways, so it was great. It was really, it was the quintessential, like, night out Halloween Hollywood. Yeah. Which I haven't done anything like that in a long time yeah i barely go out anymore you know covid and everything so it was nice to go out um and then the next night was irene irene had a little halloween Mm -hmm. gathering at her place and that was lots of fun and we wore our matching uh rodeo outfits yes and then i came home that night and i was like I really live up the holiday like I start celebrating October 1st and the second it is November 1st I threw the pumpkins away I took everything to, like I'm done same with Christmas the second it's New Year's Day the, everything goodbye <laughs> like, let's, let's move on I get that from my mom for sure I have a hard time when I was a little girl every time we took the Christmas tree down I would ball oh cry. No. like to this day my dad still will text me a picture of them like taking down the tree back home and he'll be like don't cry like it's like a joke um but i did i so craig was like gone over the weekend on his tour and i knew that like he would appreciate if the halloween decorations were taken down when he got home even though i wanted to leave them up but i was like you know they've been up since august 20th or so so. (laughs) (laughs) but i was taking them down and i was just like like so sad um but I still have some spooky all year round stuff that's out. So I'm, I'm okay. And I'm still working my way through my 31 Halloween movies. So it's still Halloween for me. But I've had a little post-holiday depression, I will admit. Post-Halloween affect disorder. Seasonal yes. affect disorder. Yes. It's a very but real thing. It was... I ha- we dressed up so many times. I like I I kicked it off with my Halloween birthday party in August. We got to dress up for... Um, being a guest on Dead Dad's Kitchen with Irene, oh, yeah. which we'll link that episode in the show notes if I remember. But we had a really fun time, so we got dressed up then. We dressed up as fairies for an episode. Here, let's do the full slideshow. Oh, yeah. What's everything we did? Okay, so... As we go, go on, Every time there's a slideshow. My birthday, we remember Dead Dad's Kitchen. All the times we were fairies on an episode had together. Posse and as our lives change. Hollywood, Hollywood we, we remember for whatever. Irene's house, we will still be. Did we say your birthday? Yeah, well, let's round it back out with another birthday shot. Friends forever. 
<laughs> Nailed it. And for those of you just listening to the podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome for that tone deaf rendition. Tone deaf on my part. Uh, rendition. <laughs> I think we were both pretty, the memories. <laughs> pretty flat there. Pretty flat. <laughs> I'm still Halloween. I'm still going through my post-Halloween depression, so that's what you get um <laughs> but it was it was an awesome month we dressed up so many times we did so many wait things. we didn't even mention um um dressing up for our coven p- party oh my god and friends and forever coven party <laughs> there we go nailed okay. it wow see we really did the holiday we yeah. really did it right we did a lot i'm satisfied with my three month long holiday <laughs> <laughs> and now we can start can getting on. excited for Christmas and Hanukkah. Yes. Oh, and a witchy Hanukkah to all. And a witchy Hanukkah <laughs> to all. I am excited. I haven't listened to Christmas music yet, but oh, Mariah Carey is. She's coming. already in the top charts. What? I think. <laughs> or it was just a joke, but there she made a, a really she made a really amazing like TikTok or reel or whatever where it was like. I think it's like a silhouette of her, so you almost don't know it's her right away, but it's someone like smashing pumpkins. <laughs> or it says, it's not time on the pumpkins they are carved out, and then she smashes the knot, and then the lights go on, and it, she's in like a Christmas outfit, and then oh. it's the, you know. Oh my god! The jingle bells start going, and oh, then I she's love like, it. it's my time, bitches. I love it. I got chills. It is Mariah her. Month. That's really what we should rename December. It's really incredible that it's just like one song she did. She'll be forever and ever and ever a my, part of Christmas. I have two things to say about that. The first is that that is like my dream as a songwriter. I was going to say. Let's put that <laughs> to on. write a song let's that... Mariah Carey in her Christmas outfit on your vision board, but put your face... Right? Every year it's like <laughs> Silent Night, All I Want for Christmas is You, mm-hmm. and a song that I wrote. Like yep. every year it's on rotation and it's just like... Cause You're I, on the new... Now that's what I call Christmas CD. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then the other thing I want to say about it is it's so funny. So she wrote it with um, a gentleman. I don't know what his name is off the top of my head. But... Um, she tells the story of like, yeah, I had this full idea and I brought it to this this other writer. And the way that she tells it, this writer has kept quiet all these years. And finally, a year or two ago, he was like, that is not at all what happened. I wrote the majority of this song. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just pretty funny. Um, so, yeah. The but songwriters, they never get enough credit. We're the backbone of the industry. And yet. And yet. And yet. <laughs> Anyways, that was our Halloween, um, just magical, fun mm-hmm. three months. Are you serious? Oh, I thought he was going to cuddle to my left and I was do going to Do not sit on that, mister. I faint. swear. I swear to G. Don't do it. Mr. cats are out and about. So yeah, we had a fabulous Halloween months. Few months. <laughs> um, we'd love to hear. Comment if you're on YouTube. Comment your favorite Halloween memory from this spooky season or any spooky season and what you were for Halloween. Let us know what you dressed up as. Yes, and what and are you already counting down till next Halloween? Yeah, cuz I sure am. What's it to the third today? So 362 more days. <laughs> That's it. As of time of recording when this releases it'll be like what like 358 or something. I can't do math in my head. 350. 350. But what I can Comment say Comment below how many days till Halloween. What I can say is your cats always know when I need extra attention. I know. They're extremely psychic. They are. 
Mr. Cat. He's like, I'm gonna put my butt in the He's video. He's like, I'm I'm not super cuddly, but I'll but I'll I'll, I'll be near. I'll be near. near. <laughs> that's kind of his thing. He likes to be near. It's like a grandpa that's like you know not affectionate but like he's there for you yeah like he because craig is gone so much like he'll sleep because they both sleep on the bed um and boo's usually like somewhere in my legs like cuddled up and really cute sometimes well oh my god one morning i woke up and i was laying on my back and my arm was kind of like this and she was cradled in my arm it was i almost started crying it was the cutest thing my so cute but he he sleeps up like with his head on craig's pillow like he's my boyfriend but if i reach out and try and pet him he's gone he's like i want to sleep near you mother but i don't want to be touched (laughs) no okay you go right there oh you look very handsome right there nice here julia here's some of my fleas (laughs) i just saw one fly um (gasps) Yeah, spooky Halloween. And uh, some of you have been asking about our Oracle card deck that we mentioned one Mm. time really quietly in passing. (laughs) But you don't miss a thing. And it was supposed to arrive um, at Sadie's house, our sample deck, yesterday. Um, But once it got to Los Angeles, they then shipped it to Nebraska. So it's taking just a little cross-country detour. Um, where it will likely be lost. Um, but, <laughs> um, so that's the update on that. But uh, we're very have- excited. As soon as we get the sample deck and we confirm that we don't need to make any changes and we place the order, we're going to do a pre sale. So we're excited. Yeah. So I'm as really soon excited. as we confirm, we love the deck and we're ready to commit to like how it looks, then we will put it up for pre sale. And everyone that orders a pre-sale will get some fun stickers and stuff in their package Mm -hmm. as a thank you for ordering ahead of time. And then we're hoping that we'll have um, the decks in our hands and ready to ship to all of you by like mid-December. So we're hoping that's the case. We'll see. We'll keep you all updated. But thank you for everyone inquiring. It makes us very excited because we can't wait to see you like we're excited to have the ducks in our hands but i can't wait to see them in other people's hands like i know i want to go on instagram and be tagged and like people doing their readings yeah. for the day it'd be like we made that yeah i'm so excited so stay tuned we also have some other very exciting mm-hmm. collaborations coming that maybe maybe next week we'll be able to speak a little bit more about because we'll have a few more things confirmed but we've been busy being little creatrixes yes 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 um yeah and today we wanted to talk about we thought the holidays are coming up which is a beautiful time it's a wonderful time but it's also a stressful time because everyone's got lots of questions and if you're here listening to this podcast you may or may not have recently stepped into embracing more of your witchy goddess energy you might Mm -hmm. be someone who is taking the first steps in creating something of your own um i know we have a lot of you know goddess entrepreneurs people that are like oh my gosh i you know i want to i am a witch but my partner's looking at me funny my friends think it's scary so we thought it'd be a great time before the holidays to talk about like how we have managed um our journey in terms of like 
how much we've shared with others, how we've uh, handled questions that aren't very supportive, how we've mm-hmm. sort of placed boundaries and protected our energy so that we can continue um, just being the most powerful witch goddesses we can be and and not worrying about like what other people think so much. I'm distracted. She's grooming me. Boo's going to town on Juliet. I think this is a beautiful topic and we are going to be, this is sort of the one time of year over the next six to eight weeks or actually like four to eight weeks where we're all sitting around the table together, mm-hmm. potentially we're flying back home or we're, you know, and it's a lot of what have you been up to this year and right. what are you doing and just sort of having a plan in place (laughs) yeah like how much you want to share what you want to share how to handle someone's doubting you or or kind of picking on you (laughs) yeah so where do you want to start with this well i think the first place i want to start is with the people that are closest to us and kind of like work our way out from that okay because we've already had in the group chat shout out to our patreon bffs Hi, so many people ask like you know my husband my boyfriend my partner um they are kind of like spooked by me wanting to be a witch or they think it's weird or they're kind of like okay like that's cute and how do i get them to be more supportive mm-hmm. um so when it comes to the people that are closest to us i feel like my best advice for that is to just kind of do your thing and sort of lead by example of like how this is changing your life and then they'll start to ask questions and they'll start to notice that like Mm. you're changing you're you're glowing you're feeling more confident like your partner is the person especially if you live with them your partner your roommates whoever is closest to you your best friends like they'll notice the changes happening when you start on this journey and then just don't push it on people because people do get weird about witchy stuff and about woo woo stuff and Mm -hmm. just sort of like do your thing and what and like before you know it they're going to be going wow like tell me more how did you make that happen how does that work because that's kind of what I did Mm. um Craig's always been pretty into like he when I met him he had tons of crystals and was very like into learning more about spiritual stuff but he was like a little spooked by the witch stuff um but I was just like I'm not gonna try to convince anyone otherwise I'm just going to do my thing and then I think the more and more you do your thing people notice how it's supporting you in really positive ways and they start asking more supportive questions rather than questions with the sort of doubting energy to it i think that that's all really wise like to just sort of do your own thing i would say release any expectation that your partner Mm. your best friends your family um is going to one be over the moon excited about it, be extremely involved, like know that you're doing it for you, it's your journey and you and your partner or you and your mom or you and your best friend, this doesn't have to be, it would be so cool if it was something that the two of you shared, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be. Um, And if it's the kind of thing where, um, you know, it's sort of why it takes a village, like if there's one, if your partner can't do this one particular 
thing with you. I'm certain, I mean, we can testify that there's a community of people who would love to talk about it with you. So <laughs> Don't want to toot our own horns, but we kind of created it for you. So a sign toot, up. A toot. <laughs> a toot, toot. So I would say just release any expectation. Release any feeling of, well, he's not doing spells with me and he doesn't care about crystals, he, she, they. Um, so they must not be the right person for me. Mm-hmm. I would just be a little more respectful of like you know what they have interests that i'm not totally into no one's expecting me to go to the football game no (laughs) one's expecting me to go to the the gun range it's just not like an interest of mine um so and vice versa like victor does not necessarily want to like take a breathwork class with me Mm -hmm. He just he just won't. And it's not that he's a bad guy. It's just not interesting to him. And sometimes we'll we'll do some things together. But it has to start from a place of I'm not pushing this on you Mm -hmm. and I don't expect you to be involved. But I do expect you to be kind and respectful to me while Mm -hmm. I do my own thing. I think that's like a really great place to start. And if you need like alone time, like, hey, I'm going to be in the bedroom for the next 30 minutes. I just need to like meditate and do my thing. And then it's like, okay, see you after. Mm hmm. That's that's where I would, that's a good place to begin. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think, and it makes sense, like, if it's your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner that you're, like, you know, you're so, so close, of course you want them to be a part of something new and exciting, but it's just, it may never be for them. So make it something that's really sacred and special to you. And even if they're not, don't get super fully involved I mean, I don't, I don't personally don't want my partner to be fully involved in my witchcraft practice, but I think it's sweet when, you know, um, I tell him that, oh, I did a spell about this and then this happened. He goes, oh, well, do you think you could do a spell for me and, you know, my tour or, wh- or whatever it is? Right. So they'll kind of just let them lead the way into, like, how much they want to dip their toes in. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll, it'll happen different like it'll happen in different levels for different individuals but like they'll come around to being like not <laughs> it's just so funny because sometimes like people are straight up scared of it and I'm like I get it but you're thinking of something completely different than what we practice here at least in our community <laughs> what we practice here at Goddess hey yes I think the only thing I can imagine being a big uh roadblock here would be if somebody had maybe a like really deep religious belief and they Mm -hmm. just couldn't get past it and i think that's a whole other conversation but yeah for the sake of this conversation it's just people who like don't get it don't understand it and maybe aren't interested um oh i had something else i was gonna say about if they're oh a way that you can explain it because i think sometimes when you say oh i'm doing witchcraft and spells it Mm -hmm. might be like slightly um like, one time someone DM me and asked me if I was, like, um, if I worship Satan. And I was like, lol, no. No. It's fine if you do, but that's not that's not what, like, all witches are. <laughs> if you, if you want to use some other phrases that I would say mean something quite similar, you could say, oh, I'm, I'm going to do my intention ritual. I'm going to set mm-hmm. an intention. I'm going to light a candle and meditate. There might be, if some verbiage really triggers and upsets somebody in your life this yeah. is jumping ahead but this is good for some family i was gonna say you know it's yeah. like oh i've been really into meditation and mindfulness and just studying 
rituals throughout history, I think is might be a, a way because you, you only have to share as much as you want to share. And like with anything in life, not everybody's going to be excited about something somebody else is excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just with anything, with anything. So that's another way you can approach it. There's a couple people that have asked me what I do and I'm like, I just know intuitively that it would just not. That's the thing. Like, I think you know who to fully go, this is what I've been doing. And then, and like, then you know the people that were, it's like, just say it in a different way. Yeah, I've been <laughs> like, you know, I'm doing kind of like life coaching and I'm interested in spirituality lately. Mm-hmm. And it and it's the right answer at the right time for the right person. And it's not about hiding who you are. It's sort of about like creating a protective boundary around yourself. And it's like, do I want to spend the next 45 minutes um, fighting with Aunt Jo that, about whether I'm psychic or not or like whether I'm calling a demon into my home like <laughs> yeah I, I, you know it is I guess what I'm saying is it's safe for you to share or not share as much as you want it's safe for you to be as forward or as elusive as you mm-hmm. want and um it's just a good and it's good to have these little phrases on hand when as we you enter the holidays yeah because that's funny because my dad is I've talked throughout episodes about sort of my journey with my dad and him supporting my business which has been very sweet because he's always been like supportive but also had you know one foot in support and the other foot in like but you're still looking for another job right just don't worry dad wants me to be safe and secure and and that and it was really exciting, like, the first time I called him and he, he didn't ask that question. The only question was, how's the business going? You know, and, oh, he, didn't, I love and that. he didn't follow it up. But it was sweet because recently, I can tell he's been bragging because he was like, well, how do I explain what you do? Because he doesn't really want to tell everyone in my rural Wisconsin hometown that, mm-hmm. like, I'm a witch for a living, even though he has, like, n- he's had no issue with it in my whole family is like Catholic, raised Catholic, so I was glad that he wasn't like weird about that in any way. But he, I, you know, it's just like a strange thing to be like, well, my daughter started her own business and she's a witch. So that I said the same <laughs> thing. I was like, just say I'm a life coach because yeah, I don't technically do like life coaching sessions, but the way we both do readings are very much like kind of like part intuition, part coaching people I feel Mm -hmm. like um but it was just cute because he's like how should I explain what you do I was like oh he wants to talk about how great I'm doing (laughs) I love that this just came to me another thing you can say let's say you start to share Mm -hmm. at a family thing and all of a sudden it no longer feels good you're Mm. like okay I have overshared. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. I got ahead of myself. I just, I blacked out for a second. This reception is not <laughs> what I hoped for. <laughs> At any point, you have permission to say, oh my gosh, you know what? Enough about me. I want to hear everything about how the, I almost said the cheese farm is going. That makes no sense. My family, you're thinking of my family the and their cheese farm. farms, is not it, cheese farms or dairy che- farms. Okay, a dairy farm. I'm like, is and it then called? the, the milkmen come around and pick up the milk and then it goes to the factory and they make cheese. Oh, the milkmen. My grandpa and grandma, well, my dad grew up on a dairy farm and then my grandpa also drove a milk truck to go pick up the milk from everybody. <laughs> Boo is just- She's got a little tongue out. <laughs> It's the cutest. 
you can at any time how's the cheese farm <laughs> i could say that at my family gathering and then they would say sadie you've been in la too long oh my gosh <laughs> i have one family member who no matter how many times i try to flip the conversation they always <laughs> find a way to bring it back to me and i'm like no 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 no, no. back to you <laughs> so some people are really quite skilled at that but i would say at any time in a conversation if you're like i have overshared just you know what it's what I could get into it, but it's so uninteresting. Let's get back to how was that vacation you took? <laughs> and most people love to talk about themselves. Yeah. So just know you can always flip it around. Of course, underneath all of this is like, be proud of who you are. Be proud of what you love. Yeah. And be mindful of your your protection and your comfort levels. Well, I think that's a part of like being like okay i am declaring that i am going to be the most me version of me i'm going to be fully expressed i'm not going to hold myself back any longer but a part of that is placing the boundaries of like when will that not serve me Mm -hmm. because if you are like okay i'm going to be fully expressed now i am a witch i am a goddess i deserve the fucking world and then you go to your family gathering and you're declaring these things and your family's like go get a real job like you're talking to demons then you're gonna crawl back into your shell maybe like it it doesn't so it's about the balance and I definitely have had experiences with my family work because I have everything on social media and um so that they can easily find it they can easily see it where like someone was like I see you've been using tarot cards and like I'm worried for your soul and I was just like all right. You know, <laughs> I mean, thank I got, you for your concern. I got so mad, <laughs> but I was just like, well, um, I don't think you understand what tarot cards are. They're a way to lead my intuition. They're not attached to any sort of And this was coming from someone in my family who's like very 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 Catholic mm-hmm. and tells me about how she has the gift of of speaking in tongues and all of these things and i'm like how is that much it's different it's literally that's way scarier than <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you channel something that's making you speak in tongues and you're worried about me do you do protection before you do that do you know how to place like energetic boundaries with spirits i'm like girl that is witch shit <laughs> oh my gosh i just had a great visual when you said energetic boundaries also now i want to google like what it sounds like when people talk in tongues i, I did know, not ask to find out i, was I like, know nothing about fine. this um i think i'm just picturing this is a great thing so you're driving up to thanksgiving and you're like here we go put a little black tourmaline in your in your bra mm-hmm. a little something in your pocket and you're gonna say to yourself god angels universe energies of the highest good mm-hmm. i am a goddess i am a witch i am the coolest i love who i am i love what i do please protect me and please give me the perfect thing to say mm. if there's a question that i don't want to answer yep and at any point this is a good tip too you know what 
I'm going to hold that thought. I have to use the bathroom. That is a great one. I am so not good at coming up with the thing to say at the exact Mm. moment. I am not good at it. It comes to me later, like a movie, and it's perfect, and it's hours later, and it's too late. Oh, my God. Raise a glass if you have... (laughs) arguments in your shower about what you should have said in any given situation because i went out for me and all the times i (laughs) came up with the perfect thing to say afterwards oh my gosh can i give an example yeah i was we were dog sitting for a couple nights for um we were dog sitting and i took the dog out for a walk and i was so excited because i can't think of in how many years have i I mean, maybe I've never taken a dog on a walk. It was so exciting to me. And I was like, oh, I get to take this dog out on my street and smell the fresh air. And this woman had a poodle or some kind of little yippy nervous thing. And we're just walking down the street. And when you go out of my apartment, you can either walk towards this creepy hill where Mm -hmm. um, bad things happen, or you can walk towards like the fun boulevard. Like those are your choices. And so I'm alone with this very... Um, passive dog, not a guard mm. dog at night. And I'm like, I'm not going to walk towards the unlit creepy hill. Yeah. I'm going to walk towards the boulevard with lights and people. So I'm walking with this with the dog and we're walking on the sidewalk and this woman's dog starts to go bananas. Like her dog just flips out seeing another dog. And um, so what she does, which is a normal thing, is she pulls her dog away. Mm-hmm. But then as she's doing that, and my dog is having zero reaction, zero response. We're just walking by. She drops her phone in the in the street, which sucks because she's like all frazzled because her dog's slipping out. And then she turns back and yells at me, you could have gone the other way. And I froze and I said nothing and I kept walking and it really hurt my feelings. And then later on in the shower, I was like, I should have said, yeah, well, you could have trained your dog better. And I was like, (laughs) oh, that would have been so good. But I never do it in the time. So just know you can always say, hold that thought. I have to pee so bad. And then go to the bathroom. And then go to the bathroom and and talk to yourself in the mirror. Go stand in the shower. That's where I get my... (laughs) You're just in your family's home. In the shower, fully clothed. And I'm like, having that, I'm like playing the conversation back. I'm like, "Ah, I've got it. And then you go back out there and say it. And they're like, I forgot what we were talking about. you could have trained your dog (gasps) oh but yeah i just like there's a time and a place to be so like proud and loud about all of this stuff and if you want to do that in these situations like i fully support you but i don't like (laughs) i am perfectly content and thrilled to compartmentalize my life and when I go to a big ass family reunion because I have huge families on both sides Mm -hmm. I don't feel the need I don't want to give my grandparents a heart attack (laughs) by telling them that I'm a witch and I don't want to have my uncles argue the science behind why what I do doesn't make sense because I know scientifically it actually does fucking make sense and actually I would have that conversation but not with my uncles um it's just like ah don't feel like it. Is it worth <laughs> Is it worth your energy? Yeah. That's a great thing. Is it worth my energy to get into this right now? And this goes for any topic. It's so funny. Have you seen that TikTok where the person's like, I'm at a point in my life where I am done arguing. Two plus two equals five. Have a beautiful day. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, would you rather be right or would you rather 
have peace. Like, I, you know, sometimes I've been around conversations where I have very different political beliefs or just personal beliefs. And I, you know, I don't say anything because it's yeah. like, I'm not going to change. I used to argue with my grandpa all the time. And then my dad was like, Sadie, you're not doing, you're not going to change his mind. No, grandpa's mind you're is made up. You're just firing him up. Go to your room. And I was like, okay. Grandpa has been voting the same way since 1912. Yeah. <laughs> grandpa is 115 years old. <laughs> but He's honestly not going to remember what you try to change his mind about tomorrow. It's just, you know, is it worth my energy? Do I want to get in a, in a fight with, you know, I was at a, a restaurant last week and something weird happened and a part of me was like, you know, I should really say something because this was mm. then I was like is, it, is this really worth it and I'm not talking about if you see something horrible like if you see something say something like that yeah yeah, you yeah. Know, duh but sometimes stand up for justice where it makes sense um speak up you know don't be silent you know don't just let injustices happen but if you don't want to talk about your witchcraft with Uncle Mike because he's going to give you a hard time for the entirety of your Thanksgiving trip, what's new? You know, just been reading some books. How no. about you, Uncle Mike? Like, you're allowed to be mysterious. Even when I was like, and I mean, I'm still in the beginning stages of my business in this podcast, but even when I was like, kind of like, beginning and I wasn't super super clear on what I wanted it to be and um like someone a friend or or family would kind of be like oh like how's the business going like what's the plan like and asking me all these details where it stressed me out and I was just like yeah you know it's going good and even though I wasn't looking for other jobs but I would just be like still still keeping my eye out there because I just I kind of <laughs> wanted to divert the the conversation so like just you have no obligation to like share anything about your life with anyone so mm -hmm. whatever makes you feel like safe and secure and like your energy is protected because I just felt like at a certain point in my business and we'll see how this holiday season goes I don't know how much I'll even talk about it now but it was just like for me to share and not and and I don't know, it just it didn't feel right yet. So I was like, I'm not even gonna talk about how I'm fully committing myself to be an entrepreneur because I don't want you to ask me like, well, did you think about this? And did you think about this? And do you have this set up and this and this? Like, it's not helpful. You're just stressing me out. So I just think it's so important when we go into the holidays to sort of like decide ahead of time what we're where we're placing the boundaries for ourselves of like you know what I'm not even gonna bring that up or if someone asks about it this is my response or you know do you know the the times and the places in which family members will be excited about it and which won't and which won't get it and just feel very empowered to say like this is how this is gonna go for me mm-hmm this is the holiday experience that I am willing to have <laughs> for my own peace of mind. 
And even if it's not the holidays, even if it's, I mean, with these yeah. approaching, this is good, like, holiday care for witches and goddesses. Yeah. <laughs> holiday tips. You don't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. Another great thing is you can come up with some fun lines, like, what's been new with you? You know, the birds in my neighborhood have been building this enormous nest. I mean, you can come up with things that are so interesting. Look at these photos. And then you, you've you updated them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of good at that with certain family members. Like, you know, anything new? Yeah, you know, the rain. <laughs> like, I just, I just sort of keep things neutral because I don't like being questioned. I never feel good after it. I'm it's it, and it has nothing to do with how sure of myself I am or how confident I am or how much I believe in what I do. I don't think anybody likes being interrogated. I at all. I sure don't. Um and it's not especially if it's not coming from a place of like curiosity and interest. It's a, a challenge. Yeah. So you can always go take a shower in the middle of the family event. You can always divert and ask about the cheese farm. These are our great tips. And some more like witchy type tips would be like, you know, you could get a any black crystal is super protective. So you could get like a black tourmaline bracelet or like a little necklace or keep a piece in your bra or your pocket. Mm. You could... Um, you know, bring some selenite with you. Selenite clears energy. So if someone's, if you're having a conversation and you're like, oh, didn't like how that went, I need to clear the energy off. Yes. Of me. Keep a little um, selenite knife in your bag. Yeah. Do a little like protection spell before you go home for the holidays. Use like a black candle, set an intention um, that, you know, your intuition will lead you and, um, Anyone who you have conversations with about about some of this like more out there stuff is like only the people that will be super supportive are going to our conversation will lead there. Like set your intentions Mm -hmm. um, and just trust that like when you set an energetic boundary, like it is real and true and it's there. And take every... uh little road bump as an opportunity to build the muscle of knowing what to say when you're ready Mm. to stop talking about something Mm -hmm. like oh this is happening again so i can get really good at it um i'm still i'm still learning and i've you know i think it's a lifelong thing but i'm always like this is another opportunity to say you know to have some great uh phrases in my back pocket yeah. I was going to make a joke. You were like, some witchy things. I'm like, you can throw salt at them. <laughs> some table salt. Sorry. <laughs> we need to make a reels of us just like, how to survive the holidays as witches. And we're just throwing salt and like doing re- absurd things. <laughs> or that, what's the thing? We see something and we're da-da-da over there. What's it sound like? I see that toxic person. And oh, we're, we're and walking, walking the, the other, other way. way. <laughs> like when it would. that toxic person. And we're walking, walking the, the other, other way. way. Yeah, yeah we'll find that idea. <laughs> <laughs> we could put it against a green screen of a Thanksgiving table. And like the thing says like witchcraft isn't real and we're walking, walking the, the other, other way. way. <laughs> I love it. Done. <laughs> Go get a real so, job. If we're walking the other way. I would love to hear from you. You can comment on YouTube. You can DM us. You can we will definitely talk about this in the goddess BFF Patreon group chat. But like what are some ways that you like to set boundaries? What are mm. some 
what is something that you're listening and you're like, oh, you know, I didn't think about that, but I'm definitely setting a boundary about this thing this holiday season. I'm super mm-hmm. curious. Uh, I know that I will definitely be working a little ritual before I go home. Um, but honestly, for coming from a rural Wisconsin Catholic family, everyone's been more or less quite supportive and they're like, okay, you think you're a witch? That's fine. <laughs> they're like, hmm. All right, that's interesting. <laughs> and I haven't gotten too much pushback, so I'm very, very, very grateful for that. Um, so it'll be interesting because last year I did not go home for Christmas because I got COVID all over Christmas time. All right. Um, I never go home for Thanksgiving, um, but I've, I've got pretty good practice with Craig's family because they all follow me on Instagram and stuff and like they ask me questions but they're very sweet and supportive and they're just like oh okay like you're a witch cool <laughs> I think another great thing that you can say about this is like you know what I think we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on this one yeah but I love you so much let's talk about something else yeah I think most people will be sort of disarmed by that like oh Okay. I just know that there's so many people in our group chat that's like asking for all of this witch stuff for Christmas. And I'm like, <laughs> prepare yourself because some members of your family, I don't know who's all going to be around when you open that stuff, but they're going to be like, what the? Yeah. What is that? What's that for? What are you going to do with that? <laughs> Who gave you a cauldron? <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm excited for the holidays, even though holidays are hard i think for everyone they're both hard and fun so we'll see how it goes i think it's an interesting time because there's this this expectation that we're supposed to have the most amazing Mm -hmm. meaningful time ever but i think for most people like we said it's kind of a stressful time there can be like tension in families or um they, they feel like they can't re- regain the magic that they had when they were a kid. And yeah. I remember I've had Christmases where I'm, I was so frustrated because I was like, aren't I supposed to be feeling something more than what I'm feeling? Yeah. Like, and that was more stressful than just being like, oh, this is a nice day. Like, let's open a gift. So, yeah, there's always it's the same with like going out on Halloween, going out on New Year's, getting together for any holiday, like Valentine's Day can be super disappointing, even if you have someone with, because you're like, I hope they do something big and extravagant. And then they're like, and then you're like, oh, all they did was get me a card and a box of chocolates. I thought they were going to do something big and romantic. Like we build things up in our head so much. So I guess that's another thing is don't build up in your head that everyone's going to be challenging you and questioning you. But it does happen over the holidays to all of us, I think, especially um, when you're the younger end of like the family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a lot of people that are even younger than me and my family, but I'm kind of in the middle. But <clears throat> it just goes with being in your like 20s, teens, 20s, 30s. I just think everyone's always questioning what you're doing. I know nobody's asking Aunt Barb in her 40s about her life choices. You said Uncle Mike and Aunt Barb as your examples, and that's my both my parents' names. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, they're fresh in my mind. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just like <laughs> they're my aunt and uncle. Because <laughs> we're no, we're that would make sisters. us cousins. Never mind. No. We're oh twins. yeah, then they would be your parents. I was like, we're sisters, so yeah, they're your uncle. Oh god, I was watching <laughs> reels today of these twin girls, these little like the perfect age, like 
15 months, like where they understand everything and they're walking and they're, but they're not really saying a lot, like, mm-hmm. but they get it all and they have a sense of humor. And I, it's just these two girls. And I was like, oh, I, I know it's going to tear me in half, but I want twins. So bad. <laughs> I do not. I want them both at the same time and then I'm done. One and done. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, just decide. I think let's all decide right now that we are going to have a magical, magical holiday season. It's going to be great. We're going to look after ourselves. Self-love, support. Was there something in our Patreon today? The girls are now organizing a gift exchange. Yeah, they they want to send each other letters and a secret Santa thing. There's 40 of us, so I'm like, you guys take you the guys lead can on that. that. <laughs> I have no idea how to make that happen, but I am excited if we do. So get in now if you want to be in Secret Santa. The, the party planning committee, the committee to plan parties. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I'm just... I think the best thing you can do on any holiday is is release any way that you feel like you're supposed to feel release any expectation yeah vision of what you think is supposed to happen to just be really present and find something to be grateful for because i'm sure there's something you can find and um i yeah whenever i sort of release what valentine's day is supposed to look like what christmas Mm -hmm. is supposed to look like it turns out i usually have a very nice time yeah yeah i know i've been feeling like I don't know the holidays are hard now that I lost my mom Mm -hmm. because it's just a time where it's like just so blatantly obvious that someone's missing you know like most days of the year I think about her every day but it's not from a like I don't know like a deeply painful way um and then at the time of recording my mom's birthday is tomorrow so I've had a really difficult Mm -hmm. week and so that's like my mom's birthday and then Thanksgiving, you know, I miss her. She was diagnosed with her terminal cancer Thanksgiving weekend. Um, so that brings that up. And then I remember that Christmas, which was shortly after she was diagnosed. I remember we had this moment where we looked each other in the eyes and it was this moment of understanding that that might be our last Christmas together. And at that time, like, I was like, no way. She's like feeling good again. She looked so healthy. We have so we have family pictures from that Christmas Eve where she's just like glowing. So my, I guess, ego wanted to go, no way. She's getting better. But we just, we decorated the tree together and we looked at each other and it was just this sort of like moment where I was like, this is our last one. So with all of this holiday talk, I'm also sending love to everyone who has someone missing very close in their family because it's really hard mm-hmm. and yeah that's it I'm with I'm there with you it sucks like I'm so grateful for everything in my life and my whole family but I don't know the past few days I've just been feeling that sort of like why did this have to happen to her and happen to us and it's okay to feel like that too even though most of the time I'm practicing gratitude and making the most of it and empowering myself out of that situation because my mom has so much to do and is such a big part. I feel like she's like the CEO, co-founder in spirit. She gives me so much direction in my business and on this podcast. And 
Um, but no matter how connected you are, still fucking sucks. <laughs> of course. So sending love to everyone that's going through that the holidays too, because it's it's really hard. But now that we've gotten emotions out of the way, should we do a Psychic Babes hotline? Sure. Let's do it. Psychic, Psychic Babes, Babes hotline. Let me grab my computer. <sighs> Here we go. Here we go. We have... I'm really enjoying this episode. Yeah? I hope I hope you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so personal. It is. It's something that, regardless if it's about, like, witch stuff or woo-woo stuff, we've all been there with our family where we're like, I just really don't feel like being questioned right now. I don't really feel like talking about this. Like, yeah. And then the holidays, you feel like you have the same conversation, like, 50 times over mm-hmm. I feel like where it's like can you just I just had this conversation with that uncle can you just go catch up with him about it I don't want to repeat everything I've seen some things where people send an email like I'm looking forward to seeing you all at Christmas no I am still not married please don't ask about it I am currently doing this for a job I don't want to talk about like people like will email out like their I should do that boundaries ahead of time which is that's a move I, I, w- I don't think my I would, grandma but. my grandma Olson every time I see her she grabs my hand and goes still not married yet and I go I think you would know if I was married grandma this is being dramatic <laughs> and that's the side of my family that is so huge like because she gives she teases me about like not being married and not having any children but she has I have like 50 cousins and then I have like <laughs> 50 more um second cousins or whatever it is when your cousins have babies so she has like she has probably over a hundred not exaggerating grandchildren and great-grandchildren she's waiting and she's worried about me i'm like the audacity (laughs) the audacity to care if i have a child it's so funny but anyways we have a 1-800-PSYCHIC-BABES hotline question bring, bring. from Kaylee. Kaylee says, I'm having such a hard time figuring out what my role slash purpose is in this lifetime. I feel like I'm here to do something big, but I'm not sure what that is yet. Please help. Sad face. Oh, Kaylee. Kaylee. Boy, can we relate. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> So, I was obsessed with purpose for 10 years before I figured out my purpose. Mm -hmm. And our purpose in life, Kaylee, write this down, is to be ourselves. To do what we want to do. Our purpose in life is to honor our desires. And that leads us towards the big things that we're meant to do. I have so much I can say about purpose, but what do you want to... I think with. it's it's a a tricky thing to unlearn when we think that our purpose must always be tied into um, how we earn money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the best case scenario, which is what you and I are striving to do, is we we link the two. Well, I think that when we are in our purpose, it leads us to the greatest amount of abundance, mm. but it's not so like like what you're saying. Like it's not 
literally tied to like the career path like your purpose isn't necessarily to be like a doctor or a teacher or like something so like literal because if you if you dig it might be that <laughs> below it let's say somebody's like i really want to be a doctor it's because their purpose is probably um to help people yeah to be like it's some there's something below that and if it lives. wasn't a doctor they would help people in a different way mm-hmm. so it's just really about taking a, a good look at what brings you the most joy? What makes you feel really good? It doesn't always have to be something so um, angelic is how I would put it. It doesn't mm. have to be a nurse or a missionary. Maybe your purpose, mm. we've sort of talked about this, is to like make um, hair accessories that you think are gonna like light up people's day. Or maybe mm-hmm. your purpose is to um, rescue baby bunnies and like it just it's just whatever makes you feel the most alive and then that's the energy and that's the vibration that then inspires other people to start doing what makes them feel Mm -hmm. most alive even if it's like i just love raising chickens and then all of a sudden i'm selling these eggs and i'm teaching courses on how to make the perfect chicken coop like you just never know what's going to lead to what so Mm -hmm. i would stop looking for your purpose on indeed.com mm-hmm. and going within and thinking what do I love what lights me up what makes me so happy and building a life around that mm-hmm. like I think one of the best examples is like and I mean I'm dating a comedian but I've always been a huge fan of comedy but they at first glance like being a comedian might not seem like a deep job like something full of like so much purpose but i'm like do you know how fucking important it is to make people laugh like oh my gosh when i lost my mom all i did because i was like a zombie and i couldn't handle being like in real life is i watched stand-up specials and i watched my favorite funny shows over and over and over and over again because when laughter is coming out of your body even if it's for three seconds in those three seconds you feel good and nothing else is happening you forget for three seconds that you know something is is weighing you down something is you know you're grieving or whatever so like that's an example of a job where at first glance you might not go oh wow that person's really serving their purpose to like serve humanity but it is it's really important so whatever you want to do know like like what julia was saying like it will bring someone joy it will bring someone inspiration it will bring other like it will serve the greater good when you turn in and go how do i best serve myself and like what makes me feel really good so um some things you can think about is like what did I want to be when I was growing up? Because mm-hmm. when we're little, our ego doesn't argue ourselves out of things. Mm-hmm. When I was little, I wanted to be a witch, and here I am. When Juliet was little, she wanted to be a singer-songwriter, and here she is. And a teacher. And a teacher. Yeah. I wanted to be a teacher when I was little, too. Really? I played school with my dad every day after you know, I got home from school for probably six consecutive years. Oh, wow. Like, I was, I they got me, like, teachers books and bells and stuff because i like i like teaching yeah and it's fun to do it in this way it was hard to do it in preschool although i love that age group but yeah anyways now we both teach even though it's in a different way than what you would think of oh my purpose is to be a teacher but i i never saw myself in a classroom 
my brother is a teacher in a classroom, so we're both like serving a purpose of teaching, but in our own ways that mm-hmm. light us up. Um, so think about what you wanted to be when you were little. Think about like, what are you the go-to person for in your friend groups, at jobs you've had, in your family mm-hmm. that like, it really like feels good and lights you up when you can like help someone with that thing. Because I think a, an important part of purpose is to serve, but it's not like, Sometimes, like I said, like you're serving a purpose when you make someone laugh or bring someone joy. So like, what are, what are you the go-to person for in your like groups? I think that can really clue us into like, oh, that would feel really good if I did served in that way, but did it this way that excites me. Um, and just think about like journal on, like if I won the hundred million dollar jackpot lottery tomorrow so I don't have to work ever again what would I do what would I do with my time like how would I help what would I create um and you just have to start asking the questions and then very quickly you'll find like the little pieces of things that excite you and you'll follow down that path and it'll slowly come together into the greater thing because like for so, 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 so long, I was like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? And I was waiting for it to fall into my lap and be this like gigantic aha moment. And that never happened. What happened was I invested in a course (laughs) about manifestation and it made me reflect and ask me a lot of questions. And then I started to go, okay, okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll try something like this. And where I'm at now is a culmination of trying lots of little things and, and following breadcrumbs and trying to put out this offer. Mm, didn't like that. Trying this thing. Um, try to start a podcast by myself. Didn't like that. Forced Juliet to start <laughs> um, So just start trying stuff and like whatever f- sounds fun, sounds exciting, give it a shot. And then if you don't like it, you learned that you didn't like that thing, but it's not going to be a big aha moment. Usually it's not going to fall in your lap. Right. Someone else isn't going to tell you what it is. We sort of were the, the journey of our life, like our purpose is something that's constantly changing, I think. And our purpose in life is to continue to learn more and more about ourselves and, and just deeply honor like what we desire to be who we desire to be what we desire to have um so you just really have to start learning how to like love yourself on a level where you're like willing to sort of like take the leaps of faith that are usually involved in starting to follow your purpose Mm -hmm. and um trusting yourself and like just putting yourself out there and trying things and and that is how you will find it. And you are here for something big because you feel like you're here for something big. We're all here for something big. Um, But you have to start really, really digging in to like what that means for you. Yeah. Couldn't have said it Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) So that is on purpose. One of our favorite topics to talk about. Um, what time is it now, Julia? Spooky, Spooky time. time. <laughs> okay, so here, do you want to yeah. read? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So Julia suggested that we look at some of the past life stories from what's the show again? There's a Netflix show. I think it's called Surviving Death. 
Mm. It has a blue cover with like a butterfly on it. Love it. And it's really good. I like the first episode, which is near-death experiences. And I like the last episode, which is reincarnation. There were episodes on mediumship in the middle, but I liked the first and the last one the best, which is why I think they bookended the series Mm. with those. Um, But this one, and we may have talked about this on our Children Who Remember Their Past Lives episode. Um, I don't recall, but this is... We'll link that episode, too. I'm I'm sort of obsessed. We're both sort of obsessed with children who remember. Can't wait to have a kid that says spooky shit. And um, parents think boy is reincarnated pilot. And this episode was so wild. You could, like, you met the boy and you, it was a whole thing. Mm. Um, April 5th. 2004, nearly six decades ago, a 21-year-old Navy fighter pilot on a mission over the Pacific was shot down by Japanese artillery. His name might have been forgotten were it not for six-year-old James Leninger. I don't know how to say his last name. Quite a few people, including those who knew the fighter pilot, think James is the pilot reincarnated. They're both named James, so if that's confusing. Interesting. James's parents, Andrea and Bruce, A highly educated modern couple say they are probably the least likely to have a scenario like this pop up in their lives. But over time, they have become convinced that their little son has had a former life. From an early age, James would play with nothing else but planes. But when he was two, the planes their son loved began to give him regular nightmares. I'd wake him up and he'd be screaming and he would say, airplane crash on fire, little man can't get out. Oh, I just got a chill. Wait, um, I like how they they said highly educated modern couple to make sure you don't think there's some hippie woo woo. These people. liars. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, trust us, these people. They have degrees and they're, they're from the modern educated. times. They're modern. So they could not be making They're not those up. spooky witches that make things up. <laughs> um, Andrea says her mom was the first to suggest James might have been remembering a past life. Andrea was doubtful. He was only watching kids shows. They weren't watching World War II documentaries or <laughs> conversing about military history. This ABC News is like, please, this is real. Um, let's see. Oh, gosh. There's a video where um, James at three years old, and they showed this. He's he's at like a flight museum, mm-hmm. and he's walking around the planes almost doing like a pre-flight check, like he knows where to look and what to do. Another time, Andrea said she bought him a toy plane and um, pointed out what appeared to be a bomb on the underside. And James said, no, no, that's a drop tank. He says, (laughs) no, no, mom, don't be silly. She said, I'd never heard of a drop tank. I didn't know what it was. Then the nightmares got worse, occurring three or four times a week. Then they connected with a counselor. Um, Carol Bowman, who believes that the dead can sometimes be reborn. With guidance from Bowman, they began to encourage James to share his memories, and immediately the nightmare started to become less frequent. He was also becoming more articulate about his apparent past. Bowman said James was at the age when former lives are most easily recalled. They haven't had the cultural conditioning, the layering over the experience in this life, so the memories can percolate up more easily. So it seems like it's between like two and five or six when this happens. Societal conditioning. Yeah. And the first five years of our life, our brain is... Seven years. Seven years. Our we brain absorb is everything. fully forming. Yeah. We're a walking subconscious mind all mm-hmm. that time. Um, 
Over time, James's parents say he revealed extraordinary details about the life of, a, of the former fighter pilot, mostly at bedtime when he was drowsy. They said that James told him his plane had been hit by the Japanese and crashed. Andrea said James told his father he flew a Corsair and that they used to get flat tires all the time. Um, in fact, historians and pilots agree that the plane's tires took a lot of punishment on landing, but that's a fact that could be easily found in books or on television. Andrea By said, a two-year-old. Andrea said James also told the father the name of the boat he took off from, which was the Natoma, and the name of someone he flew with, which was Jack Larson. After some research, the dad, Bruce, discovered that both the Natoma ship and Jack Larson were real. The Natoma Bay was a small aircraft carrier in the Pacific, and Larson is living in Arkansas. The dad could not believe it. And then he always called himself... himself um, he would sign his name James three or James two or something. Um, and they'd say, why? Like anytime he signed his name, he'd write James three or James two. And he, and they said, why? He said, I'm the third James. And they didn't understand. But the actual James, the pilot was mm -hmm. James uh, junior and his dad was James. So in his mind, he was the third James. Oh my God. J he said that, uh, James told him he had been shot down at Iwo Jima. James had also begun signing his crayon drawings, James III. Bruce soon learned mm. that the only pilot from the squadron killed at Iwo Jima was James M. Houston Jr. Bruce says James also told him that the plane had sustained a direct hit on the engine. Um, Ralph Clairbore, a rear gunner on a U.S. airplane that flew off the Natoma Bay, says that his plane was right next to the one flown by James M. Houston Jr. during a raid in 1945. Um, I would say he was hit head on right in the middle of the engine, he said. Um, Bruce said he now believes that his son had a past life in which he was James M. Houston Jr. Um, they wrote to the sister, Anne, who believes it. All these things were so convincing. The memories faded as he got older. Um, hmm. But the dad is like, that's still my son or whatever. And this was written by ABC News Five Minute Read. Why don't they say who wrote this? Wouldn't you want to be credited? <laughs> Anyways, um, there's a different one too, but this blew my mind. That's crazy. This blew my I'm James the mind. third because James I'm the third Jr. James. was my last life. There was another, I'll just summarize the other one. There was another boy named um Is that this other one on here? Yeah, Atlas. And he remembers being a child named Jalen. And he knew the full name. He said my mother's name was Washington. And there was a, a boy who under the age of two um had I think been killed was a really bad situation but he remembered and so these people came and they're like which one of these is the playground you remember and every picture set they showed him the kid got it right and was like that was my house that was my mom that was my dad that was my playground that's the car and he was like three years old and he just knew and it was and he would call it like my my other mom or my first mom. And then there's sad stories. I think we talked about this in that other episode mm. where the kids feel so unsettled. They're like, I want to go home. Yeah. Like they're not quite fully in their bodies yet in their new lives. Yeah. 
but that gave me i have all the goosebumps very Ooh. spooky is that that's this one yeah Can I read it oh yeah atlas. yeah you read it okay i sort of said what it was but yeah <laughs> okay atlas who was born in 2014 and was five years old when the segment was filmed answers questions about his past life in a way consistent with the life of jalen robinson a brooklyn new york boy who was beaten and suffocated to death by a babysitter in 2005 robinson was 19 months old at the time of his death Working with Tucker in the segment, Atlas is able to correctly recognize five photographs from Jalen's life, including places his family used to go and the faces of his mother and father. He also knew other details, such as that Jalen's mother's last name is Washington. Good memory, Juliet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she could not have created that behavior in him, even if she was trying to make something up, Taker's or tucker said of aubrey atlas's mother said he used to suffer from night terrors and that one night he spontaneously mentioned he used to be a boy named jalen robinson and that someone had killed him i was really trying to think about where did he come up with this name she said in the episode is this someone's name from school what is he talking about aubrey said she then did a google search and found the name and an obituary i was really shocked to find the exact names i didn't know what to do with the information i didn't know if i should tell some people they might think that i'm crazy her research led her to Tucker. Tucker said he has been studying this phenomenon for 20 years and focuses on children because they are the most likely to retain memories of previous lives. Mm. Uh, their memories are not likely to be influenced by knowledge of the past. While he starts from a place of skepticism and says he studies each case objectively and as scientifically as possible... Tucker said he's also become convinced through his work that there is more than just the physical world, that there is a larger reality. And Surviving Death is currently streaming on Netflix. And I haven't watched it yet. And once I'm done with my Halloween movies, you'll like this episode. It. You'll yeah. really like this episode. There's also the first episode I, in the near death experience. Not even near death. People who have died and then come mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. That one was so beautiful. I really, yeah. I think we should do an episode about near death experiences. So yes. if any of you have had a near death experience, DM us. Let oh my us gosh, know if please. you want to share your story. Because um, I think it's so interesting. And I just, yeah, I don't know. There's something so comforting about learning more about death. Mm -hmm. um, and just so people that have like died and come back and they've seen things, experienced things. And then when people remember their past lives, it's just like, oh, like I'll, I'll be back. Like it's, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I if I really focus, I can remember some stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but it's that weird thing of like, is that helpful to my life right now? Yeah. Like, do I really need to get so caught up in that? Because we we talked about our past life hypnosis and I was remembering stuff from being like East Coast Victorian era scullery maid mm. and just scrubbing and cleaning and scrubbing and cleaning. And then I also have memories of like, um, 50s diner, 50s, 1950s. I've always, since I was very little, like mm. something about being like a teenager in the 1950s, I like remember. Mm. I don't know. I definitely have moments where like, I'll be doing very mundane things like brushing my teeth or doing the dishes. Mm -hmm. And I have these like moments where I, like I kind of like have to, shake myself because i have it's it's not deja vu but it's similar of just like oh i've 
done this before in a different body so like deja vu you feel like you've experienced it Mm. before you remember it but as yourself and i have these weird like moments just doing mundane stuff where i'll just be like it's almost like i like time warp into another like life for like a quarter of a second i just kind of like have to like go like oh like that it feels weird where i'm just like oh i've like i don't know i've brushed my teeth so many times but like not just in this body like other i don't know it's so weird just i think it's when i'm like drowsy and sort of like kind of like almost like falling asleep like while getting ready for bed or like kind of like zone out while doing the dishes and i just sort of like go into this other place and then i'm like oh it's creepy but fun i you know we could talk about this forever Ooh, but this is a we like this life we like this life we'll keep it we'll keep it as long as we can yes grateful for this life Mm -hmm. well goddesses thank you for another amazing episode yeah we have some really fun guests coming up for you all so this month is going to be jam-packed full of goodness uh make sure you're following us on instagram at goddess hangs i am at i am sadie olson i'm at juliet.piper you can still sign up for our email list if you haven't already and when you sign up for the email list you get a free gift from us um money 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 spell money 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 spell you can also still uh leave us a a review on apple podcasts before you click submit screenshot it then click submit then email the screenshot to goddesshangs at gmail.com and we will send you our custom made goddess meditation as a thank you thank you to everyone who has done that and thank you for all of the amazing five-star reviews i love looking at them and reading thank them you. It makes me feel so grateful and we love you all so much and like we've mentioned if you haven't joined the goddess bff patreon what are you doing I, you know you're sleeping on a great opportunity wake up boo you're sleeping on an opportunity boo, you're sleeping on an opportunity Anything you'd like to say boo put a meow in the mic nope meow. she's like no no, thank you. She was meowing up a storm earlier today. <laughs> so make sure you join us uh, on the Patreon. We would love to see more of you in the group chat, at the Zoom meetings. We can't wait for our next coven meeting. We're so grateful for you all. Did I forget anything? I think that's the scoop. That's the scoop. <laughs> Happy almost holidays. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.